you know, th- this time period that went during Sphira, uh, to me, it's, it's always confusing. You know, there, there's two different things that are taking place right now, right? So we know that from uh, a Darais level, or maybe nowadays Darabonan, right? This is Mitzvah Sphira Soimer, right? So you have the Yontav of Pesach, and like the Rishonim explained, Pesach is the beginning, and Shavuos is the culmination of that. Then you have Sphira Soimer bridging the gap, right? That's what Sphira Soimer is. You're building up from Pesach into Shavuos. And then, you know, and, and the truth is, if we had to sort of, I guess, pick a tzaddik, that would sort of uh, be the uh, prototype or the, the uh, embodiment of this entire time period of Pesach to Shavuos, it's certainly Moshe Rabbeinu, right? That's Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu took us out of Mitzrayim. He's the one that gives us a Torah. It's cool in Moshe. It's cool in Moshe. And then, at the same time, during Sphere Slimer, we also have this sort of uh, seemingly unrelated historical fact, which are the Tamid Rabbi Kiva dying, and this other tzaddik that sort of becomes the, uh, the face of Sphira, which is Rishon Baruchai. Right, Rishon Baruchai, from the five students that Rabbi Kiva then reestablishes, so Rabbi Shimon is the greatest of all of them, he says that you have to listen to my Torah, Rabbi Shimon said, because my Torah is Trumas, me Trumas, Rabbi Kiva is the essence, the, the most concentrated essence of the Torah of Rabbi Kiva, so... You have this, uh, you know, this 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 partnership, this uh, duality between Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the embodiment of this entire time period in terms of t- Midraisa, and then you have this, like, out of nowhere, this uh, celebration, this personality, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Shem Baruchai. And so, okay, they, they go, they, they they cross paths over here. But we have to understand the Panemius. What exactly is the connection over here? What is what's Rabbi Shem Baruchai doing in Sfirah Saima? Like, what's he doing over there? Now, to answer this question, we have to investigate a, a larger question, a big, big sugi in Tyra, which is Bechlal, the relationship between Moshe Rabbeinu and Shem Baichai. In other words, it sounds like an apikarsa even Shaila, but like who's greater, Moshe Rabbeinu or Shem Baichai? Who's greater? Is it possible for there to be anyone greater than Moshe Rabbeinu? Is Moshe Rabbeinu the greatest of all and just like you can't overpass it? Or no, is there a certain inyan in that other tzaddikim were greater than Moshe? So let's investigate the sugi. Okay, but the truth is, there's a lot. There's mamash a lot in this topic of Moshe Rabbeinu versus Rishonai uh, Chai, Moshe Rabbeinu versus other tzaddikim. So we're gonna do the best we can to, you know, give a little bit of a taste. But it's mamash just, just mamash meitzes men charakim, huh? In Chazal, right? They only tell us that Moshe was the biggest navi. So we'll see. We'll see about this. There's, there's different. There's different makaris. So let's 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 start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. So we know there's a Rambam in Pirush uh, Mishnayis. And uh, I'll just go through. I'll, I'll put it this way. First, we'll go, I'll give you just just some of the makaris that tell you that Moshe Rabbeinu top of the mountain finished. Moshe Rabbeinu is the end all be all. So. We'll begin like this. The Rambam in, um, in his Pirish Mishnayis to Masech Sanhedrin, it's an introduction to Perchelech, so he, he, he's, that's where he lists the 13 Ikari Emunah. So over there in the, uh, in the seventh uh, Ikar, the Rambam writes the following thing, just a few words of it. Shanamin, we have to believe. Giyu Avim Shekol HaNavim. The Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest Navi of all the Navim. Ashahayim Mulfanov, Ashakol Mi'achrov. The greatest that, from anyone that preceded him and anyone that would come after him. He was the greatest of all humanity. Not just in Nevu, the Ram says, but even in his understanding of the Rabbanu Shalom, and, his, and that Yidiyah uh, Sashem, the Ram calls, more than anyone before him or after would ever, would ever be able to understand. 
That's what Ramam says. He goes on, There was no dividing, there was no mechitza that Moshe Rabbeinu did not rip through, did not break through. And entered into. And nothing about his about being a human being held him back at all from being masik, from, from Nevua and Hasaga of the Rabbanishim. By the way, the Ram then goes on to connect it to our Parsha, in fact. The Parsha, in our Parsha, we have the whole, the whole sugya of, of uh, the Avoid of Yom Kippur to allow the Kayin to go into the Kaddish HaKadshim. The Ramam says, Vinemar, it says in the Pasuk, right? the Moshe Ravina is told, tell Aaron, that he can't just go into the Kaddish HaKadshim whenever he wants. Amru Chazal, the Ramam says, but Chazal make a point, Aaron that Aaron can't go whenever he wants, only once a year by Yom Kippur. But Moshe was able to go into the Kaddish HaKadshim whenever he wanted. Now, the Ramam is, is, is referencing this, the Ramam understands this idea of Moshe Ravina's Free entrance whenever he wants, you know, just go into the Kaddish Kachim whenever you want. The Ram understood this as being a, a reflection of the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu, there are no barriers to Moshe Rabbeinu. The Hasog of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Nevu of Moshe Rabbeinu is Adin Saif. There is no limitation at all. So that's, those are pretty strong words. The Ram, uh, you know, doubles down on this in Hilchas Tshuva. The Ram over there, there's a few places where Ram talks about Mashiach and the greatness of that person, Mashiach. Hilchas Tshuva is one of them. The Rambam writes in Perak Tess, This king who's going to uh, become established from David HaMelech, He'll be wiser than Shlom HaMelech. He'll be wiser than Shlom HaMelech and a Navi close to Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Rambam is, is even making the point is that even when you talk about Mashiach Tzidkenu, even Mashiach Sekenu, who will be wiser than Shalom Melech, will not, will not even reach the level of, of not, forget surpassing, won't reach the level of Nevuas Maisha. And this is uh, what the Pasuk says, like, come Maisha, right? There's no one as great as Maisha Rabbeinu. Now, this idea that the Ram is telling us that Maisha Rabbeinu is top of the mountain, Nevuah and Hasaga, um, not only is this just the Kabbalah we have, it's one of the Yigimah uh, Ikrim, in, in, in the Sefer Ikrim, in fact, he explains that this is. You have to believe this. This is fundamental uh, in Yiddishkeit for the following simple reason. We know that all of Yiddishkeit is based on a number of assumptions. One very important assumption is that the, 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 the Torah that we have, cannot be changed. You can't have another Navi come and tell us, well, you know, the Rabbanu taught, taught me that uh, you know, tzitzis is not again anymore. You don't have to do tzitzis, or maybe tzitzis is uh, five corners, whatever the case may be. Why not? Well, says the Ikrim, because of the following principle. The, the, the Ikrim has a whole arichas to explain this. He says that there are different levels of nevuah. There are certainly different levels of nevuah. Chazal themselves talk about Yishaya Navi versus Yicheskel. There's all different levels. And the Sefer Ikrim explains that it is possible for a greater Navi to come and be mavatal, the words of a, of a lower Navi. Does that mean that the lower Navi was lying? No, but there are just deeper hasagas, deeper revelations that can come from a higher Navi. If chas v'shalom, you could, if, if a person were to believe that there can be greater neviim than Moshe Rabbeinu, well, then in theory, such a person can show up one day and say, "By the way, Torah's Moshe is not again anymore." So says the Ikram, to believe in the eternity of Torah, you have to believe that Moshe Rabbeinu is the limit of nevuah that you cannot surpass or even equal Moshe Rabbeinu. Otherwise, the Torah itself uh, can be manipulated chas v'shalom. So this is. Uh, this is a necker. This is a necker. Now, this is in terms of the nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu as a navi, like you mentioned. Although the Ramam did say he threw in also hasaga to understand the Rabbanu Shalom as well. 
But uh, even beyond the Nevu of Maishar Avenu, even in his Chachma and Madregas, we find Chazal tell us that you cannot surpass Maishar. I'll explain. The, the, the Zayar Kaddish in Raim Hemna. Okay? Uh, Raim Hemna is a section of Zayar where the Nesham of Maishar Avenu himself uh, revealed himself to Rishim Raichai. And there's conversations between Rishim Raichai and Maishar Avenu. So it says in, in Raim Hemna, Parshas Pinchas, Kamu Tanoim Vamaroyim, that all the Tanoim and Amaroyim stood up. Even though this is in the Zayar, which is by the Tanayim. So I guess the Nisham is the Amarayim, I don't know. But the Tanayim and the Amarayim stood up. Va'amru, and they said the following proclamation. Rayim Mehemna, trusted shepherd, Maishar Rabbeinu. Antu shakal kal Yisrael, you are equal to all of kal Yisrael. Memula mikol midas tavin, you are full of all good midas. Vade bach shar yahudit marba, and within you, within you Maishar Rabbeinu, within your Nishama, it resides the, the one about whom is said, Ein Kaddish Kashem. So that quality of the Rabbanu Shalom being ain't Kaddish Kashem, that resides within you. In other words, ain't Kiben Amram, you know. And then the Zara goes on, the Tanam Naram said, Antu Keser al Kol Chad V'chad Mishrael, you are the crown of every single Yid. Ke'en Biltecha Bar Nasha, there is no human being besides you. Dehe Keser Olach, they can have a crown over you. Loi Mashiach. Says the Zayar, not Mashiach himself. V'loi Chacham, v'loi Maven, v'loi Chassid, v'loi Gibar, v'loi Tam, v'loi Navi, v'loi Tzadik, v'loi Melech. In all of these categories, in all the whether it be the, the of Chacham, Navi, Tam, Tzadik, Chassid, all these categories, there could be no one greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. So Zayar says, so Moshe Rabbeinu, top of the mountain, top of the mountain. Zayar, this is also just again just a, a list of uh, you know I want to make this well rounded. So you have. Philosophy from the Rambam, you know, he got the Zarek Kaddish. The Vilna Gaon writes this also in Adaris He writes, the Pasuk says about Moshe Rabbeinu, right? No one knows where he's buried. So the Gaon says like this, Amar Ish, it says, that no man knows the, the burial of Moshe Rabbeinu, where he is. Says, said the Grah, Ish means, even people, about whom the Pasuk says, even other Yidin that the Pasuk says, no one can be masik who they are, even they cannot be masik where Maishar Rabbeinu is. And he goes on to say, it's hidden from all, even the greatest of the great, who Maishar Rabbeinu is, his Madrigas, his Makim. Said the guy, and this is true for all generations, I feel like Mashiach. Even with the coming of Mashiach, Mashiach himself, the, the, who Moshe Rabbeinu is is completely unknown. That's what it means. It means that you read this Pasuk, even after Mashiach comes, we'll read that Pasuk, and it'll still make sense then. No one knows where Moshe is buried. The guy is touching the burial of the place of his Kvur doesn't just mean physically. It means where is, who is Moshe Rabbeinu? Who is this person? Who he was? His levels? It's not known even to Mashiach Tzidkenu. Okay, so these are all these are all, uh, I guess, you know, Marmukam is to tell you, Moshe Benu, top of the mountain, with Nevuah, Chachma, Madregas, finished. Okay. Mitzad Sheni. Mitzad Sheni. There is an Arachayim HaKadosh, in fact, in this parasha as well. He's on the Pasuk of Kadoshim to you. So it says, uh, Kadoshim to you, right? Ki Kadosh Ani. So it's well known that Rashi brings down from Chazal that uh, Kadoshim to you, right? So Yachol Kemayni, right? You might think that you should be as holy as God. So Tamaloimer no ki aniya ki kadosh aniya shem, but the Rebbeinu Shem says kedushasi l'mal mi kedushas chem, and the Aruchaim Hakadosh is talking about that part that that drasha, 
And he's talking about the idea of there always being madregis beyond. You know, the Rabbani Shalom is infinite, and even as high as a person goes, there could also always be higher madregis. So in that context, this is what the Archaim HaKadosh writes, madregis and nevuah zulam al Even with nevuah, there's all different levels, right? You have different levels of nevuah. And as we saw, Maisha Beinu is above everyone else. V'ulai, it says the Rechaim Gadish, but it's possible, maybe. Yochaliyas ha-madrega gedolim ha-mayisha. Maybe it is possible, even with Nevoa, for there to be madregas above Maisha Rabbeinu. V'hu madregas malkeinu mishicheinu. And maybe then, me'ulai, that's the madrega of Mashiach Zedkeinu, that in Nevoa, even in Nevoa, he'll be greater than Maisha Rabbeinu. Ha-ma'utar bi'itri ataris. Mashiach is crowned with the, the crown of all crowns. Probably referencing that Zara that I mentioned, that Moshe Ben is the crown of all Yidin, Mashiach is the crown of all crowns. So he says, Kemuvan Bapasak, and this is already the simple reading of the Pasak regarding Mashiach Tzikenu, Venachal Ruch Hashem, that the Spirit of Hashem will reside on, uh, on Mashiach, Ruch Achmabina, Ruch Eitzagvura. Sounds like big things. So Archaim HaKadosh is suggesting a possibility that maybe Mashiach will be a greater Navi than Moshe. Okay? Now, this was, uh, Archaim is suggesting this. The truth is, in others, you find this mamash mafurish, the, um, the shach, not the shach in Shulchan Aruch, but the mm-hmm. shach, one of the tamid Arizal. So the shach al Torah. so he says the following thing, on the Pasuk of, Layakum Oid B'Yisrael Kamesha, right, like, come Navi Kamesha, and so on. So it says in Pasuk like this, Lay Amar Layakum. So like come Navi Kamesha, it says, that, that no Navi came like Maisha Rabbeinu. So it says the shach, Lay Amar Layakum, it doesn't say in the future no one will come. It says, Lay come Kamesha. Says the Shach, and this is a reference, a hint to the fact that Mashiach will come. Sheyakum, that he will come, and he will be greater than Meishar Benu in Avuah. Shenemer v'nachal v'roch Hashem. So Archaim Hakadosh is not maybe. Says the Shach, hundred percent. This is this is not only in okay. Talmid Arizal. This goes earlier. Even Chazal say such a thing almost. That says in Pasuk, one of the most amazing Pesukim in all of Tanakh, describing. There's the person Mashiach. Forget the time period. The person is uh, the pasuk says Hine Yaskel Avdi that my Eved, referring to Mashiach, will be Matzliach Yaskel Avdi will be Matzliach Rom Venisa Vagava Ma'id will be exceedingly high and exalted Rom Venisa Vagava Ma'id. Chazal sing the measures like this Hine Yaskel Avdi it's Mashiach Tzikenu Yarum he'll be exalted Miavram greater than Avram Venisa is Miyitzchak Vagava Miyakov Ma'id Mimaisha. So, he'll be matzliach, he'll be amazing, even more than Avram Yitzchak and Moshe. Okay, so maybe you can say that's talking about uh, in uh, politics, and who knows what in, what. in what way is he going to be greater than these people? The Ramban himself writes, and the Kisri Ramban has brought this down on that Pasuk, the, Ramban, the Ramban writes, Ki Avram Shekari Hashem Oyevoy, Avram Avinu, who's called by the Rabbani Shalom as a friend. The Karasimai Bris Chadosha, and Hashem made this covenant, this bond with Avram Avinu, Kal Yisrael. Avram Avinu is amazing. Umaisha, sheyikarv la'ashem yisbruch b'kol adam, and Umaisha Avinu, who's closer to Hashem than any person. Kulam, all these people, Avram, Umaisha, einam kroivim b'yidiyas ha'ashem yisbruch, they're not as close to the Rabbani Shalom in terms of yidiyah and hasaga, ki Mashiach, like Mashiach. Ulekach amri yishai, that's the meaning, that shuyorim b'sichloi, asher yaskel moedas ha'ashem yisbruch, that he will be masig, and connect the Rabbani Shalom in a way, yoysimi kol ha'nevim shalafon of more than any previous nevim. So, again, the Ramban is referencing even, even Mitzad Nevuah, that, that, that the Mashiach will, will be a greater Navi even. Forget Chachma for sure, he'll be a greater Navi than even Moshe Rabbeinu himself. 
The Rizal also basically writes this Mufurish as well in Sharp Sukkim, Parshas Vayichi. The Rizal writes, Vinyonahu, again also referencing this Pasuk of, of Hina Yaskal Avdi. The uh, Rizal writes, Shemeshiach Yizke Aflo Bechinis Chaya. In the writings of the Rizal, we find that the Neshama of a Yid is comprised of many parts, right? I mean, in English, it's just the word soul. But we know Nefe, there's different, there's, you know, uh, generally speaking, five different parts. Working from lowest to highest. You have nefesh, ruach, neshama, chayin, yechida. Nefesh, ruach, neshama, chayin, yechida. So there is all right, in Yonehu, the meaning of this pasuk of Hine Yaskalavdi is, Shemeshiach Yizke, Aflo Bechinis Chaya. That Mashiach, in terms of this collective uh, soul of Kal Yisrael, Mashiach will be Zaycha to the Madrig of Chaya, Nefesh, ruach, neshama, Chaya. The Nikra is Neshama Lineshama. It's called the Neshama to the Neshama, because you have Nefesh, ruach, neshama. And then on top of that, you have what's called chaya. So it's a neshama to a neshama, so to speak. Something that even Maisha Rabbeinu was not zaycha to. Maisha Rabbeinu was zaycha to neshama. Mashiach will be neshama to neshama, will be chaya. Okay, Yechida is already, that's other uh, Rishon Kaidim Achet. We'll get there with Chiyas Mesa, but that's, that's Yechida already. Huh? That's, 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 that's Chiyas Mesa, yeah. That's Chiyas Mesa, you'll get to other Rishon Kaidim Achet. But so all this you have, uh, you have. Uh, so again, until now you had we had Marmukaimis and Moshevin at top of the mountain, and then all of a sudden we're now introduced to uh, the Rechaim Kaddish and the Shach and Ariyah Kaddish and the Ramban and even Chazal somewhat. That no, Mashiach is greater than Moshe Rabbeinu even in Nevuah. So th- this raises for, first of all, Stam it's uh, now Stira, one the Yugim Ikrim that we all believe in 100 percent is that Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest Navi of all time. That's the Rambam. And yet you're telling me that uh, the Ramban disagrees with that? And the Rizal says not like that? And the Chazal? The question, the question is how they argue on the, the Zayar. That's, oh, that's another, right. And you have Mephorsh's Zayar that says, Moshe Ben is top of the mountain, he, he's the greatest Navi, Chacham. Huh? Where are they coming from? Exactly, where are they coming from? Exactly. It doesn't, so the, the, you could, you, listen, if you want to make a Machlekes in Chazal, you can say that maybe they're coming from that Medrash that says, Hina Yaskalavdi, that Yoram is Miavram, from Yitzvah Yaakov and Moshe. But Stam, we're talking about, you know, there's a general rule. When it comes to like Ikari Amuna, you don't want to just make a machlekes out of it. You know, it's not, it's not, that's not really what you want to do. If you have to, you have to, but it's not, it's not necessarily something you want to do. That's what I have to, okay? You have to come up with the chilek. But again, the, the questions are, are, are fundamental. Again, Stam is like having machlekes about something so fundamental is a doichik, aleph. Bays, like the Sefer Ikram pointed, if you believe, if it's possible, that someone could be a greater Navi than Moshe Rabbeinu, even Mashiach Tzikeinu himself, then, I mean, then that, that makes the, the foundation of Torah very, Chaz uh, it teeters, because you're talking about that everything is relying on Moshe Rabbeinu's Navu being rock solid. But if you could have a greater Navi come and theoretically show up and say, you know what, Shabbos is not relevant anymore, then there goes Shabbos. This is, I mean, it, it's, it, how could you believe in the eternity of Torah without also believing that Moshe Rabbeinu, his Navuah is... Um, you know, is completely, uh, uh, cannot be surpassed. I mean, this is, this is a very, very fundamental problem. Not only do we have this as an issue when you compare Moshe with Mashiach. Okay, so you tell me, okay, uh, when Mashiach comes, you know, we'll, we'll come up with the answer. But the truth is, we have chazals that, that indicate, even previous tzaddikim, that were greater than Moshe Rabbeinu also. So maybe not in Nevuah, but you have, right, you have, you have right? So, so it's like that. I'll give you some, some maramakomis. And uh, there's a medrash in Parshas Chukas. The Medrash says the following thing, things that were not revealed to Moshe Rabbeinu, were revealed to Rabbi Akiva the Chaveirav. Okay? 
Shenemar, it says in Pasuk, V'chol yakar ras ha'enai, all uh, yakar, all, all precious things, all uh, you know, things that are, I don't know how you translate yas, uh, things that are, that are precious and amazing and, and, and sublime, were, were, were Ra'asa'ina, his eyes saw, who is it talking about? Not Moshe, Zerabekiva Chaverv. So you have already this Chazal telling us, Kamam Mavurish, that in, in, in terms of Hasag and Chachma, Rabbi Kiva himself was greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. And Chazal, in fact, say this elsewhere in a number of places, that we know that the Tachsareu Ma'at Melekim. Chazal, in fact, say that Moshe Rabbeinu was not Zaycha to the 50th gate of, of Bina, whatever that means, is Nun Shari Bina. Moshe did not reach number 50. But the Tachsareu Ma'at Melekim, he was held back a little bit. But Chazal say, but the Shara Nun was given to Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva Chaverev were Zaycha to the Shara Nun. Again, they were not Nevi'im, but in terms of Chochmah and Hasaga, Chazal is saying with Furish, they were Masik more than Rabbi than Moshe Rabbeinu. Not only Rabbi Akiva, but as I mentioned from the beginning, Rabbi Shem Baruchai is seen as the the Tamsis, the essence. Every, everything that, that is Rabbi Akiva is concentrated in Rabbi Shem Baruchai, and in the Zara Kaddish especially, it's fascinating because in in in, in Mishnayis and Gemara, okay, Rabbi Shimon is. Uh, you know, one of many Tanoim, you know, and we Derechlal don't pass him like Rav Shimon. But in the Zara Kaddish, you know, the same people that are fighting with him and arguing with him in the uh, Nigla of Esmerjish, when you switch, you know, rooms to the to, to, to Nister, their mom is kissing his feet. And so Rav Shimon in, in the Zara Kaddish in a few places talks about himself compared to Maish Rabbeinu and says things uh, that are shocking. For, for example, there's one place in the Zara where Rav Shimon Baruchai says, Anucham Hashta, I see now, that no human being has seen, even Moshe Rabbeinu when he went to Arsina the second time and was shown to him Yudgim Zerachimim, I see now things that are higher than that. Or there's another statement that Rishon Baichai makes. Rishon Baichai writes in the Zayar the following thing, uh, also in Raim Hemden Mishpatim. I know Yadana, Rishon, I don't know what this means, but Rishon is saying something with this. He says, I know Yadana, I know, Dan Poini Hirin. I know that my face is shining. Umaisha Layada. But Moshe didn't know. Meaning, the Pasuk says, right? Moshe didn't know that his face was shining. Rishim says, but I know my face is shining. I don't know what that means. But he's, he's saying something about his hasagis, even greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. So this is a pal. This is Mamashat Pal. I mean, this is why when, when, you know, Chazal say in the famous Gemara that when Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to Arsinai and he sees the Rabbanishon writing crowns to the letters, right? He's writing crowns to the letters. And he asks Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu asks, Mima Akiva Yodcha, what's... What's taking so long? What do you need these crowns for? So he said, no, there's going to be Akiv ben Yosef. He's going to darshan piles and piles of halachas from these crowns. So he says, I want to see what that is. And we all know the story. He wasn't, you know, he, hears, he sees Rabbi Kiva. He wasn't able to be Masik Vashir. Okay, halacha we'll see what that means soon. But this, this Indian, by the way, the crowns, the letters. Nowhere in Chazal, I don't think we have even any, I don't think there's one drasha in all of Tarsh Valpeh, from a crown, from one of the kutsim, uh, there's halachas about how you write them, but no drushes from them. The Surah Kedushim explained that the meaning of this, where, where, where are all these piles of halachas? I mean, where, where are they? Uh, huh? No, there's no, there's no drushes, there's no drushes. I mean, the, the site of it is, is this nakud, is a shahar nun. I mean, the, 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 the crown that's being referenced is this kesser that, that Moshe Rabbeinu and the Zayar is being described as the crown of, the crown of everything. Rabbi Kiva is saying, no, 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 there's crown of crowns. And I'm the, I'm the, the, the Baal Haksar. I'm the one that's in charge of these crowns. And so you have this very funny dynamic. So again, so first of all, Aleph, just the stira. Is Moshe Rabbeinu the greatest in Nevoah and in Chachma? Or is, is Mashiach? 
And uh, even Meshach greater than Moshe Rabbeinu in at least in least Chachma. Even Meshach maybe is in Nevuah too. All of this is stira. And second of all, it's not it's not it's not satisfactory to say stira because you have this fundamental question of okay then 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 Torah itself is, is shaking. You know, I'll tell you like this: if if it wasn't for the Sefer Ekemel, just like B'derek Agav, if it wasn't for the the the, the question of well if. Moshe Rabbeinu can be surpassed with Chacham and Nevuah, then Torah's Moshe is, sh- is shaky, Chaz v'shalom. then you could have found an answer the following way. The, the Zara Kaddish in many places explains that although David Amela, although Mashiach Tzikenu, um, is obviously going to be the progeny of David, so like, you know, uh, DNA-wise, he's Mizera David, but in terms of the Neshama of Mashiach Tzikenu, in many places in the Zara Kaddish and the Reigns, the Grod, it's, it's, it's a Dover Muslim throughout, is that the neshama of Mashiach will be the neshama, the neshama of, on some level, a, re- a reemergence of Moshe Rabbeinu. The, the way it's explained, again, this is like B'derech Agav, you know, but the way it's explained is that Moshe Rabbeinu is such a big neshama. Moshe Rabbeinu has all sorts of many components to his neshama, and there's such a thing as the David of Moshe. That's how the Sarm talk about this. There's the there's the Moshe Rabbeinu Shakal connected Kol Yisrael. He's the Rashka Bahag of everything. So there's a there's a, a part of Nishmas Moshe which is called the David Shabai, the Chelik of Malchus based David. That's Negea. That's sort of subsumed within Moshe Rabbeinu. That part of Nishmas Moshe is going to be in his Galgal, Is going to emerge as Nishma as Mashiach Tzidkenu. So you you could make the that's why you'll find in Chazal Stiras whether Mashiach is is a reincarnation of David. Or reincarnation of Moshe. So, for example, in Hashan Rabbah, we say Ish Tzemach Shemoi. The Mashiach is called. His name is Tzemach. Who David Ba'atzma? He is David. He is David Amelach. Okay. Well, that's a pretty strong statement that it's a reincarnation of David. Yet Mitzvah Sheni, as I mentioned in the Zayar, many places uh, that we know this that Moshe Avenu is the Mashiach is going to be a reincarnation of Moshe. Mishahaya Hushiya. The one that was is the one that will be. Rosh Hashanah is Moshe. So which one is it? So the, the, the answer that the Mukabon say is that it will be David Sheba Moshe. It'll be, it'll be Moshe's neshama, but it'll be specifically the chilek of David within him. Okay. Now, if you say that, then you can answer the stira. Because you can say that, of course, Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest Navi of all. And even Mashiach, who's going to be surpassing Moshe, is, is Moshe. It's Moshe. So it's all Moshe. Okay. It doesn't, the truth is, again, I'm just explaining why, it's not a really satisfying answer, because, let's say the Zara Kaddish, the Zara Kaddish was comparing Moshe to Mashiach, you know, and saying that, that Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest, the greatest, the greatest, and even, he's greater than Mashiach, well, okay, then, you know, then you can't say that Mashiach is going to be greater than him, and it doesn't, it doesn't answer the, the more fundamental question, which is, okay, but you need Moshe Rabbeinu, that first incarnation, you need that person, Moshe, to be the greatest of the great, otherwise the Torah that he gave us is shaky. So again, that's, that's what I'm saying on the side, that just saying that it's the same neshama doesn't answer the question, because you need... You could answer yeah. that he was really just a funnel from a Kodesh Baruch and really it's from a Kodesh Baruch did not give a to anybody else. That's true, but the Sefer Ikram, no, that's true, but the Sefer Ikram proves this, is that, that even though all Nevuah comes from the Rabbani Shalom, but once we accept that there are different Madragas of Nevi'im, and a higher Navi can, uh, you know, sort of... Uh, uh, so it's theoretical. Will it's all theoretical. Another how do, how, but how, how do you know? How do you know? Because Moshe said so. So but but here no but the question is, is how, how do how, how do we know that the Torah is not going to be, to be changed? 
Because the parish says so. And if there's a greater Navi than Moshe. One Navi can override another one. That's the point of that Severikim. A greater Navi can override a lesser Navi. Huh? When we say Moshe Rabbeinu's Nebuah, we're talking about outside Tarshav Asav? No, 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 Tarshav Asav. That's true. It's just a pen on paper. Well, I mean, it was recorded. I'm saying, but it, it, the fact that, listen, the fact that it's written on a, on a scroll doesn't make it forever. The, the, the reason why it's, why it's called Tarshav Asav is because it's Nebuah's Moshe. So we're all taking for granted, of course, Tarshav Asav, of course that can't be changed. Why can't it be changed? Because the Torah says it won't be changed because it's coming from the Vuas Moshe. Well, if, there, if you could have a greater Navi than Moshe, then, then there you go. I don't want to even, you know, it, it's scary to even, to, 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 you know, to suggest such a thing, but that, that's the question, right? Because, again, it, it's not just a matter of a stira. Okay, stiras, you could say, okay, machlekes or uh, stam, I don't know, tzarachin. You can't play tzarachin on this, right? Because you play tzarachin, then everything is shaky. You, again, if, if, if you could have, in theory, a greater Navi than Moshe, then that Navi can theoretically come and override everything Moshe says. Will he? I'm, I'm, probably not. But, but it could. So it means every time you're keeping a mitzvah, is this eternal? Uh, I hope so. Really? That, that's all hope so? It, I mean, it's a, this is a big problem. So how... So, so, that, so it's interesting. It, it, sa- it says that in comparing him to later Nevi'im, like Yeshai and so on, but that Chazal doesn't say in compared to anyone that would ever be. I, and you, you have Chazals that do say that, uh, you know, that, the, that where, where the Rambam was coming from, um, like the Rai Mehemna, the Zara Kaddish, you have, you have such statements, but again, that's part of the stira. That's part of the stira. You, again, you can have a Sluv Maram saying, Moshe Rabbeinu is top of the mountain. Sluv Maram said, no, Mashiach, Shem is greater than him. So that means, yeah, so it's a problem. It's a problem. He frees himself. Yeah, 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 the Sefer Ikim. He says that if Moshe, if it, be a bigger Navi, that would override He says, yes, if that, the reason why you must believe, says the Sefer the reason why it must be true that Moshe cannot be surpassed in Nevoa is because if he could be surpassed, then that Navi can then undermine Tyrus Moshe. And that would be, uh, that, that would be very disturbing. So, you know, okay, so, so yeah, we can't allow. Maybe, but I'm saying a lot yeah. of the other Mepharshim held that one Navi can't override another Navi's Nevoa. Other than maybe a temporary or a show, but you, you, no, you that's even it. that's even no, that, that's even even in, in halacha that, that, that there is such a thing as a rasha, but but, but the, no, the sefer can prove it from Chazal. There's such a thing that a higher nav there aleph there are levels of navua, yeah. okay, and days a higher navi can can override the the navua of a, of a lesser navi. There's such a mitzvah. Let's I'm not saying it happened ever, but the, but there's such a thing. There's such a thing. Wouldn't that show that he would be a false navi. I'm saying terror was given through Moshe. You're coming to contradict Moshe. What would be the point of that? What would be the point? If, 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 well, okay. If, if once we, let's, if we, if we, if we establish the base, no one's, no one's greater than Moshe, then you're right. Then if anyone comes and claims anything different than Moshe, then you're clearly a liar. But this is what we're fundamentally asking. Could there be anyone greater than Moshe? You're asking, how would you prove that you're greater than Moshe? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe you'd have to do something more spectacular well, than Harsinai. I don't know. But we're t- in, theory, in theory, that in theory, if it's possible that there could be anyone greater than Moshe Avenu, that causes problems, right? It's, it's disturbing some of you right now, right? So clearly it's causing problems, right? So like, that's, that's, it's a whole arichas. I mean, you'll take, it's, it's a whole arichas. And it's, uh, it's, it's manash pages long. But, uh, you know, you see that's better than just Shtegen's farm, right? I don't remember all the, the pages. 
so in this, so there's theories with Mashiach and with Roshim uh, Baichai. You know, because let's say, for example, the, 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 the Rai Memna, the Zayar said that there's no Chacham greater than you, there's no Tzadig greater, there's no Chassid, you know, and then you have Roshim Baichai himself saying in the Zayar, no, I see things more than Maishar Rabbeinu, uh, I know things more than Maishar Rabbeinu. Uh, I thought two pages earlier you said, Maishar Rabbeinu, you know, they weren't just flattering him, you know. It's like, what's going on over here? Okay. So it's like this. So there's a Torah from the Middle Rebbe, okay? So it's, it's a difficult question. It's no difficult question needs a difficult answer. So I'll do the best I can. The Middle Rebbe in uh, one of his sermons called Taras Chaim. So it's Sefer Taras Chaim in Parshas B'Shalach. He's marach about, he, he's specifically talking about uh, comparing and contrasting Moshe with Mashiach. We'll see Rosh Hashanah soon. But he's talking about this Indian. And without going into all the Marmachimists, he answers it in the following way. It's a very, very fundamental point. <clears throat> in Chesidus in, in we're taught, and this is where the, what the Midrash is coming from, is that there's a fundamental difference between, I'll, I'll say words and we'll read it inside uh, just a couple lines. There's a fundamental difference between what something is be'etzem and our experience of it. This happens all the time. There's such a thing as, uh, you know, like, it, like scientifically, right? I mean, uh, uh, what, what this shtender is in front of me, like under a microscope, is very different than how I experience it, right? I mean, it's well known, right? That, that under a microscope and so on, it's mostly air, you know, it's, it's moving particles, all that stuff. It's very different than how you experience it. So there's, there's two different sides to Messias. There's what something is, and then there's how it's manifest, how it reveals itself, how you experience it. And the truth is, the nature of reality is such, is that what something really is, is usually not how you experience it. And there, there, somehow what you experience is somehow related to what it is, but they're very, very different. <clears throat> so listen to what the, what the Tzimach Sadiq, what the Middle Rebbe writes. He says, Moshe. What was Moshe Rabbeinu? It's like you said, there's different Mechines, meaning... Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah was unsurpassed in terms of his ability to give us the thing itself. What is the thing itself? God himself. We know that Torah, what is Torah? Torah is the wisdom of God, right? Torah is a lukus mamish. What's a mitzvah? Like the Baal writes in, in, in Sefer Tanya, what is a mitzvah? A mitzvah is this unbelievable bria that the Rabbani Shalom did, this unbelievable miracle of all miracles greater than Kriyas Yamsev, which is the Rabbani Shalom took his infinite self and was mislabish, was mitzamsimit into this finite reality, this finite concept that's called tefillin. And that's mamish, the, the Ein Saif himself, Atzmiyas Habayre, Kivyochel, is, is being connected to in tefillin. Said the, says the, the Mitla Rebbe like this, Ini Madrigas Maisha is, Shaybichin Mamutza, he was the perfect Navi, the perfect conduit, Lahavu Lahamshech, to bring to us, to bring to Oilam Haza, Bechinas Ha'atzmiyas, the essence of the Rabbani Shalom Kivyachal, the essence of Chachmas Hashem, Mechus Ha'atzmiyas Ein Saif, the essence of that which is infinite, Bemitzvah Bepoil Mamish. And what's amazing, and this is a big call in Chassidus, that what, what's amazing about that which is the highest, that which is mamish infinite, is that it doesn't fit with regular rules. Like our way of thinking, which is logical, which is therefore limited, is that something which is very, very big can't fit in something very, very small. So our way of thinking is, is that God is very, very big, so he can't fit in something very, very small, like a, like a, like a mezuzah. It doesn't work. But Moshe Rabbeinu, that's all within a world that's really limited, that's within reality that we, ex- that we experience. 
But in terms of the etzem, when you're talking about the essence of the Rabbani Shalom, the essence of his wisdom, which is beyond infinite. It's not a matter of like, it's so much bigger than anything we could be masik. It, it's not within the range. It, it, it's ain't safe. It, it's, it's not within the range of bigger or smaller. It's completely beyond anything. It is the essence. Well, said the, therefore, says the Tzedek, it's only a human being who somehow was created with this tachuna of being able to be the vessel through which the essence of God is manifest in the world. Such a person could actually give us a pair of tefillin. So said the said the middle rabbi like this. It's true. In terms of the elokus, the godliness that's radiating off of a tefillin that you experience, in terms of the chachma of Torah, what it means, what, what is the concept behind tefillin, on all levels, philosophical all the way to Kabbalistic, everything that's about how we, how we understand and relate to tefillin, the radiance of tefillin, there are people that are greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. Such a thing. Moshe Rabbeinu is unbelievable, but Mashiach will be greater. Rishim Rechoy is greater. But in ter- but, and that's true. When Chazal and the Rayim Hemden and so on are talking about that, no, no, Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah is, it, it, it cannot be touched. It's the crown of all crowns. Nothing. That's because there was some, it was a different Indian. The Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah was the nevuah that gave us the essence. It gave us the essence of what Chachmas Hashem is, of who the Rabbani Shalom is, Kiviyachl, Kiviyachl. And not in terms of how we relate them, of how, okay, who that God is, now how do we experience Him? In terms of how we experience Him, there are other neshamas that are more custom-made to give us our ability to experience God. But there's only one neshama that was custom-made to give us the ability to actually interface with God Himself, and that was Nishmas Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu is. And he goes on as follows. In this quality, Moshe Rabbeinu is higher than Mashiach Zekeinu. He says, and even though you'll tell me from Chazal that Mashiach is greater, he'll have more hasagas than Moshe, that's in terms of the light that come, that's coming off of, of, of the essence of Torah. But the fact that, that, that a little kid can take a cord and put it in a sucker box, and the fact that uh, a poshidid can say a shahakal, you know, or put on tefillin and light Shabbos candles and, and eat kosher, that's not anything, there's no hasaga that can be masig that. That's the essence. The only way for there to be a, the essence of Chachmas Hashem to be mislabish, to be manifest in something so physical and so practical and so down to earth and so shavu l'chol nefesh, that's only through an ashama that's connected to the essence of the Rabbani Shalom, and that's Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what makes him unique. Now, it's interesting. He goes on to talk about this more barichas. Again, he's comparing and contrasting Moshe with Mashiach. Now, in the writings of, of, the, of, 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 of Ram Azulai, the Chidah, the Chidah's father, the Chesel Avram, the grandfather of the Chida. So the Chesla of Ram writes the following thing, and again, also based on Chazal. He says, without saying these words, but it's coming from this idea of the Mithra Rebbe, it's so fundamental. He says as follows, he says there was one Neshama, like we were saying before, that was custom made to be the vessel through which Atzmias Habari Kaviyochel comes to the world in Mitzvah Shebepoyal. And that's my Shabbat, as we said. But there is another Neshama who was custom made to be the conduit through which every neshama will be able to be masig Hashem, to feel the light of the Rabbanu Shloilam. And that's Nishmas Roshan Baruch That's where Roshan Baruch was. So this is, and every neshama 
in terms of our ability to actually be Makayim a mitzvah and come in contact with God, that's because of Maisha. Every neshama to be able to feel the light of the Rabbanishim in their lives and to be masik, any love of Asaga, that's through Rashim Barichai. Even Mashiach Tzikeinu, who will surpass Maisha Rabbeinu in a Chachman Asaga, is going to be that level of a Chachman Asaga they will have, will have to be through Nishmas Rashim Barichai. I mean, this is why the, the book that Rashim Barichai authors is what was it called? Zayar. It's funny. Wouldn't you call it R? What does Zayar mean? Zayar means a ray of light. It's not the light itself. It's something emanating off of the light. No, that's a little bit like, call it the light. The ma'ar, the ar. The answer is, no, no, that's not Rosh Hashanah. Maishar Rabbeinu is the ma'ar. He's the ma'ar. He's the source of light itself. Rosh Hashanah's essence is giving us the ability to experience the rays of light coming off of the source. That's Rosh Hashanah. Well, that's that's what it means, Mrs. Papoyal. Mrs. Papoyal, in Chabad Chassidus, it's a very fundamental point that physical mitzvahs are deeper than anything that can be, any, any uh, ruchnius relationship with mitzvahs is less than a physical relationship with mitzvahs. And it's because of this nakuda, is that the only way how it can be mislabish physically is if you're connecting to something which is higher than any level of, uh, of you know, it, it, it's beyond the, the domain of, of, um, of measurement, of comprehension. It's something beyond that domain of comprehension. That's how it becomes something so practical and physical. So let's, let's, let, let, let's go back for a second. Based on this idea, so we were talking about, from the very beginning, we were talking about this, this time period. Like, where are we holding right now? So it's interesting. I mentioned that, that on a derisive level, you know, when we think about this time, from Pesach to Shavuos and so on, like, I think Moshe Rabbeinu was, like, he, he, he should be the face of this Tkufa, right? He took us out of Mitzrayim. He's one that gives us a Torah. But what, what, and that's true. But what's interesting is that Moshe Rabbeinu, is, it's, 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 he's obviously not mentioned in the Haggadah. It's like, it hits you in the face how much he's not there. So it's Takapella. The answer is, is because who Moshe Rabbeinu is and his role in terms of of this tekufa, of taking us out of Mitzrayim, and the beginning that process of giving us the essence, he cannot be mentioned. That's the point. The essence itself cannot be understood. When you're holding on to a pair of tefillin, you're holding on to it, but you don't know what it is. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not comprehensible what it is, and that's the point. It's the essence. It's the essence. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu, his... He, Moshe Rabbeinu, his, his role in the Haggadah is not to be mentioned. His role is not to be mentioned. That's his role. Well, that's true. But his, but his, way, is, his way is giving us the Atzmius. And the Atzmius is something that cannot be expressed. That's the point of it. Any expression is the Zoyer. But the thing itself, by its very definition, can't be expressed. It has to be referenced. You, you, you're circling around it, but the thing itself cannot be mentioned. If Moshe Rabbeinu was mentioned, it would take away from his essential role. So on Pesach, so let, let, let's, let's, let's explain for a second. So let's say Pesach and, and the sphere, because the sphere is Eimer, that, that relationship by itself, right? So for example, I mentioned this, I think, ready on Yontif, that uh, fundamental point is that Pesach, what, was, what happened on Pesach was like a matana, you know, it was a gift. And then sphere Eimer, we acquire it day by day, right? A 49th of what Pesach was, we acquire each day with Sirius Aimer. 
On a deeper level, the way we're understanding it right now is that what does it mean to acquire what was given to us in Pesach? The, the oimik of this, and the, the oimik of this would be the following, is that Pesach is the time where the Rabbani Shalom gave us the essence of what it means to be the Yam Hashem. The Moshe Rabbeinu Nekuda of what it means to be Yam Hashem. What it means to be a Yid. That was given to us in Pesach. But, the, but because it was a Moshe Rabbeinu Dekia Matana, it, it's, not, it's not something that can be experienced at all. Comes Sphere Saimer, which is now the time period of Rishon Baichai, and Sphere Saimer now comes and gives us the ability to feel the residual rays off of that light. The Zayar coming off of that R, that's, that's what Sphere Saimer is. This is why Rishon Baichai is not just a, a, a side, uh, it's not just like a side Indian that's going on by Sphere Saimer. No, no, no. These two personalities, Moshe and Rishon Baichai, that is Yiddishkeit. Moshe Rabbeinu gives us the essence, he gives us. He gives us the, the gift of tefillin itself. And Rosh Hashem gives us the gift of perceiving what tefillin is. Each one kafi madrigasai. And those two together, and they need to be brought together. They need to be connected. That's why Sphira cannot exist on its own. It has to be built off of Pesach leading to Shuas. Because the Zayar itself is only... Chas v'shalom, if a person... If you have a Shimon without Moshe, what does that look like? That looks like a person sitting, not putting on tefillin, and just thinking about tefillin, right? Learning about tefillin, Right? <laughs> That, and, they, and that's nothing. It's not much nothing. What does it look like a Maisha without a Rav Shinman? It means a person putting out tefillin, falling asleep. There's no saga there either. either. I'm saying on a, on a, the truth is it's happening automatically. But when you have Maisha and Rav Shinman together, now you have this perfect symmetry, this perfect synergy of the actual pair of tefillin that you're putting on with the hasogis and the R emanating from it that changes you as a person. That's Moshe with Roshim Ba'ichai. And the culmination of this is, is Mashiach Tzakenu Kimoyet Deis Hashem Kumayam Lamachasim. This is why, so again, so in, in a certain sense, Pesach is, is about Moshe Rabbeinu. Pesach is about the essence. But we don't know what that is. It's like, it, it, I don't know what that is. I'm eating matzah. I don't know what the, It's about Amuna. That's what Pesach is about Amuna. What is Amuna? Amuna means I don't know. But I know it's there. Like I know this is... I, 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 there's a shender in front of me. I really don't know what the shender is. So I have to have a muna, really, that there's a shender in front of me because I know that what my eyes are telling me and what my hands are feeling is not it. So what is it? I don't know. I believe that it's something. So a Pesach is a yantav of a muna. Why? Because on Pesach, what, what is being given to us, which is Yiddishkeit and, and, and the definition of being a Yid, is it's being given to us in a Moshe form. It's not something that can be understood be'etzem. It has to be something that is believed. Sphere Soimer transitions from that and is completely hyper-focused on a Yiddishkeit that can be perceived, the perception of Yiddishkeit. What, is Torah, what, is, what does it mean to me to have a God? What does it mean to me to be a Yid? When you have these two worlds merging together, Pesach and then Sphere Soimer, now they come together and now you can receive the Torah and Shavuos. See, so what is Shavuos? Shavuos is an amazing emergence of the two. Shavuos is what happened to Bahar Sinai, right? We say in the Haggadah, right? Really? So what exactly was the... Like, what's the, what's the point of standing by Sinai without the Torah? The answer is, what happened in Sinai was two things. We were given the Torah, and it was given because of Rakim. It was given with an unbelievable, uh, you know, unbelievable uh, spectacle and, and sensational experience. Why the Rebbe need that? We just went through Harasinai, Kriyas Yams, and so on. He doesn't have to prove it to us. Give us the Torah. The truth is, and Chazal even say that, that's why the first Luchas didn't make it, right? Because it was given by Pumbi. Second Luchas was given more B'tzniyas. What's the Tachlis of Kalos of Rakim? The answer is, the essence of the actual Torah itself, that's Maish Rebbeinu. The Kalos of Rakim that was given in Harasinai, that's the Rav Shem of the Torah. 
and all, and we were zeichet to all that together on Shavuos because we went through a Pesach and Sviras Oimer. The, the actual Torah is a reflection of Pesach. The Kos of Rakim is a reflection of Sviras Oimer. This is also why even Shavuos is two days, right? It's well known. Shavuos is two days, and Magen uh, Avram, a lot of Achrayim make the point of it is that we Paskin Hilchsnid that's relevant to this that the actual Torah was given on on on, on the seventh of uh, of Sivan, the second day of Yantif. It wasn't given on Vav because Moshe, even though it was supposed to be, Moshe Benu added a day and he pushed off Man Tyra. And so, so, so that's, that's, that's strange that we have uh, Shuas as two days and the first day, which is so exciting, and it's so, so, you know, that, that's not the giving of the Tyra. The first day of, of Shuas where Moshe Benu showed his Bailos, right? He showed his Shlita that I am in control and I, I'm so in control that I can push it off. That's called, a, that's called a celebration of the essence of Tyre. And the essence of Tyre is something that cannot be experienced. It's something that comes with Amuna. It comes behester. That's why it's interesting. When the Raim Hemna described Moshe Rabbeinu as the crown of all Yidin, the word, the word Kesar obviously means a crown, but in Tanakh and Sefer Yiv, Rabbi Nachman points this out in one place, that the word Kesar in Sefer Yiv means Kater li, Misham. Kater means to have patience, to hold off, to hold in. So the, the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu is being described as the crown of all Yidin is reflected in the fact that he's able to hold the Torah back. The second day, which is when the Torah actually is given, that's a Roshim Rachidika experience. And so this, so in other words, the Avaidah during Sphere based on this is this idea of being able to appreciate and to work on our Roshim uh, sort of sensibilities and sensitivities to be able to feel the light of uh, of mitzvahs and of Torah, but but the chas never to forget that all of that zayar is coming from R, which means that, that there is nothing greater than just the act of putting on the film. There, there can't be anything greater than the actual sitting and just learning a block gemara or learning a medrash or whatever the case may be. I, how much are you masig? How much geshmak does it give? That's all Rishon Rechay, and that's amazing. But it's all emanating from the essence, and the essence is Moshe Rabbeinu, which is. There's nothing greater than that in terms of the person that was, that was custom-made to give us the essence of Tyre. And then there's another Nisham which is custom-made to give us the light of Tyre, and that's Rishem Barichai. They come together. No, that's, again, like I said, that's a full experience of, of, of Tyre itself. The Rabbi wants us to have him, and he also wants us to be able to experience him. And those are two, set, those are two sides of what it means to, uh, to be a Yid. No, Hashem should help us that uh, we should talk about Bimasi. Oh, for that time, so that's, that, right? That's a good right because it's interesting because Rishim Baichai. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. I'm not sure. Rishim Baichai in, in in many places, especially in the song Baichai, you know, he's called like a kohen gadol. There's a lot of references for him to be like a kohen gadol. Uh, like for example, even in the story in, in, in Shabbos and Daflam Gimel. Right, and the Shachta Shrecha, right? Tumach. There's lashon even or Tum, I don't remember exactly the words, but there's a. That's a part, you're right. There's something, there's something in the in this song. Okay, whatever. But uh, Shimon Tzadik as well. Exactly, we go Shimon Tzadik. The first, the first takana that the you know tikkun that Rishon Rechai does when he leaves the cave is what that he goes to be matar the shuk of Tiveria to allow the kahanim to go to the shuk. There's a lot of connections between that, and that's part of it because the Aaron, the Aaron versus Moshe. So Moshe's role was the essence. And Aaron's role was to be sort of the, the allow the people to like under, who who is this person Moshe? 
Exactly, which is exactly what Shemrei Chai his Indian. So you do find this uh, this this, this shilov over here that that in hundred percent that Aaron was sort of the the Roshim Achai uh, in that in that case. Well, he's midas height. He's midas height. Exactly. The same height. is a see see it just uh, unpackages itself. That, that that that's what's going on over here. So no, Roshim Chai. That's the no. It's Hashem Shabbos. She's talking to Yisachar to. Be kind of all this, and bring Maish and Aaron together, Maish and Shemrei and to see the culmination of all this with Nishmas Mashiach Zikenu, the Vizkal Tzedek Mehervi Minu Amin.